Heisje. Listening to Saving Our Sisters podcast with your host, Vicki L. Kemp, author, Christian influencer, speaker, and mentor. This podcast is to empower and educate women across the globe to become better in life and living. Visit her at VickiLynnKemp.com where you'll find inspiration and encouragement. And also check out her latest products and services. The hand is tightly closed and your cup remains empty. You're constantly not getting it. The reality is you take, give back, sis, open that closed fist. Holding on to the little you have is not the process. The process is the power of the release. Giving is one of the most beautiful feelings in the world. Giving from your heart, looking for nothing in return, is when God tremendously blesses us. Givers are those individuals who believe taking the time to give is a God-given attribute of who God is. Jesus was sent to die for us. He gave us his life that we may experience better living abundant life, sweet life of freedom. Jesus came as a ransom for you and me. He was the ultimate example of giving, a demonstration of pure love. We are, you, me, sister, we are to mirror the same love in our service to others. But here's the question. Have you ever stepped out in faith to bless someone? not expecting to receive anything in return, as you stepped out with a cheerful heart, you received more than you had given the first time. 2 Corinthians 9 and 7, the B portion, encourages us that God loveth a cheerful giver. Hey, sisters, it's your girl, Vicki L. Kemp. Welcome to podcast episode 105. Wow, isn't that amazing? I'm super excited. I'm always excited to connect with you. Let me say welcome, welcome, welcome. If this is your first time joining in on Saving Our Sisters podcast, I am your host. I am your girl, Vicki L. Kemp, and I'm excited that you are here with me listening I'm excited that, listen, sis, you press the play button and you get to hear me speak to you one more time. If this is your first time, go ahead and run it all the way back to your tribe. Invite your village, your sisters, your BFFs, 
your shugs, listen, your day ones, your girlfriends, your mom, your auntie, your grandma, your daughters. Don't forget your daughters. Allow them to be a part of the conversation. Say, hey, girl, y'all, come on, come on. Vicki Kemp is trying her best with passion and on purpose to give you some good news about life, living, evolving, growing, stretching. And today, I want to talk to you about givers versus takers. What? Yes. First, let me take off all these bracelets. I'm in my home. You may hear my husband in the background because we free flow. When the, when the spirit of the Lord hits us, I get on the mic and I begin to talk with you about what he has given me to speak to you about. So he's watching the football game. So if you hear some cheering and loud laughing and go, 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 get the touchdown, that is my hubby. So I'm sorry, but we live it over here, y'all. And that's a beautiful thing. I was able to read that passage, what I started off talking at the beginning of this podcast. That passage that I read is from my book, Better Than Yesterday, and it's called Givers and Takers. Let's get into the conversation. Can y'all relate to what I'm saying? Can you relate to being a giver or can you relate to being a taker? Now, let's do a disclaimer. We all have a from. We are growing. We are in a better place. If we're not in a better place, there's grace coming. There's grace for you. Um, I can remember the time back in the day. I always tell this testimony when me and my husband, um, we had it hard when we first got married, but we were still blessed. Did that make sense? Can you relate to what I just said? There were there was a point in your life where you had it hard, but you knew without a shadow of a doubt that you were blessed. Somebody get that out there. Somebody understands exactly what I just said. I can remember when we first got married, the date. Let me let me go go back. Let me just set this podcast up real good. I can remember the week that we were getting married 31 years ago. My husband got laid off. What? He got laid off of his job. And I was like, what are we going to do? I'm about to marry this man. I got a job. He don't have a child, have, have, have a job. We've had a blended family. He had already had children for those that don't know that. So I'm like, we have child support. One thing I love about our ministry at Greater Harvest, we talk real life, real people, real relationship, because we really believe that we are overcome by the words of our testimony. And when we speak in truth in, and in authenticity, people are blessed and we give them to the voice to be free and in their and also in their experiences. So I'm like, oh God, what are we going to, are we going to pay child support? How are we going to eat? I can remember the night. Um, now this is 31 years ago. So give us a little grace. I can remember the night we got home from our wedding. We sat at the table and we were so grateful. We were so full of gratitude because we opened up the cards that people blessed us with from, um, from our wedding night. And we had enough money to pay um, our rent up. We had enough money to buy food. Thank you, Jesus. So we started off rough. Um, I can remember. Let me testify for a minute out there in podcast land. I can remember we lived with my mom and dad for two years. 
What? Two women in the same kitchen. Woo. Amen. Carry on. Keep going, Vicky. Thank God for my parents, though. Thank God for my mom. I learned a lot. Um, I can remember when we were short on food. I'll never forget my my dear sister, Suge, Stacy. She bought us groceries, gave, put money in my account to buy food. Friendship, sisterhood. This is what this podcast is all about. Listen, don't forget to remember. Don't forget to continue to look back and tell God, thank you. So um, we were able, sooner or later, we were in a better place. My husband got a good job. I had a good job. I graduated from college two times. He graduated with his theology degree from college. The Lord has blessed us. We've been in ministry now 22 years at Greater Harvest Christian Center right here in Bakersfield, a flourishing church. I can remember back in the day. I ain't going to call no names, though, because they might be listening to this podcast. But I will never forget when we just started ministry. And we didn't have a lot, y'all. And I can remember I faithfully wrote $3 checks. Can anybody relate? I faithfully put in offering $5 checks. And I thought that was a big deal. Like, Lord, this is what I have. I'm giving you what I have. And I can remember doing that. And I remember somebody said to me, is that all you got? Y'all don't never have any money. Wow. Let me just pause. I got a little emotional right now. Mm. I can remember somebody saying, y'all never have anything. Is that all you can afford to give? You can't give God more. And I thought about that and I said, it's not going to always be like this. I'm not going to just keep taking and living off the blessings and the mercies of God. One day I'm going to be a giver. You're not going to beat me giving. Listen, I'm going to be a cheerful giver. That's why I wrote this chapter so passionately in my book. I'm not going to beat you can't you're not going to beat me giving. That's why I love to give. I love to shower my girlfriends and sisters with gifts because I remember at one point in my life I couldn't. I love to send people gifts in the mail. I love to surprise my sisters on early will I seek thee. When people give, I'm able to play it forward and also be a blessing to somebody else. So fast forward um to today. I'm just going it's a lot of memories. There's a lot of testimonials in between those 31 years. And just this past summer in the month of June, no, July, July the 16th, did my husband stand by the grace and the mercy of God? We were blessed to have a mortgage burning at Greater Harvest Christian Center. Listen, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. From me not being able to pay more than a $3 check and a $5 check and my husband and the members, the members helped us do this because we didn't do it by ourselves. It takes a church family, family corporately to be a blessing. Did we have a mortgage burning? Greater Harvest does not owe one dime. $1.7 plus million we paid off the mortgage. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, you cannot beat God giving. There's a blessing in your giving. There's a blessing in your sacrifice. There's a blessing even in your desire. Because right now, somebody's listening to me and you have a desire to be a blessing, but you are not in the right place. Listen, sis, 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 listen. 
I wasn't in the right place either back in the day. But fast forward to today, and I may not today have everything that I want to have, but by faith, I will. Uh Uh-huh. I'm talking about an unorthodox kind of faith. I'm talking about a faith that supersedes what your mind can contain and behold. I'm talking about a faith past my understanding. I'm trying to pursue that to have more to be an abundant blessing to more people that comes in my pathway. To God be the glory. I'm so excited what God has done. I'm super excited what God is going to do. Um, We have not because we ask not. So I'm asking God, Lord, what's next? Show me what to do. Show me where to go, who to give to. Lord, show me how much to sow. Um, I seen a post on Facebook and she said, um, it was Marquita, Prophet Marquita Collins. And she had said, Lord, I just pray that millions be my tithe. Something like she said, something like that. She said, it blessed me. I'm like, I ditto. I would love to give my church millions, millions, because the church is a saint's hospital. I don't know what they're talking about, how they don't need the church, how they don't want to come back to the church. When the church bury, the church marry. Come on here. Someone testify. The church pay people's bills. The church pay car notes. The church give food. The church go to the hospitals. We have to make, we got to change that scenario. Somebody needs to change that narrative that they don't need the church because you need the church. God said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You need the church. Amen. I am the church. We are the church. (laughs) Wherever I go, I am the church. So I just want to get all that out out the way so we can talk about from there to here. And I want to encourage you to be a giver and not just a taker. Lady Kim, what is you talking about? Well, let's get into this book. Let's give it, let's get into this book. So have you ever met a person that's always taking, 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 taking? I know y'all have one of them in y'all life before, um, but don't let that be you. Don't let that be your story. If that's you, change it up, sis. Do better. Um, there's people that always just want and want and want, and they want you to give, give, give them, but they're not willing to give you. They just want what you give them. Givers versus takers. So I'm fanning through this book better than yesterday. If you don't have it, go to VickiLynnKemp.com and purchase the book. Matter of fact, go to anywhere books are sold. Amazon, Christian Living Books, Books of Millions, Barnes and Nobles. Just grab the book. It will bless your whole life. And when I wrote this, I'm like, what place was I in to write this book? What? How did God even put that on my heart? Givers versus Takers, and this is the last proverb. I don't call them chapters, excuse me. I'll call them proverbs. This is the last proverb in the book. Givers. No, it don't say givers versus takers. It's givers and takers. So I'm talking about the givers, the blessings of giving, and I'm talking about the takers, the ones that take and what you give in return. When you take, 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 you really get nothing. There's not a bountiful return. There's not an abundance you will give back when you constantly take. 
So I'm reading through this. And for many, it says their fists remain closed. This is the takers and their hearts remain selfish by continually taking rather than giving. You receive favor when you give. Giving is demonstrating God's character. We live in a culture where so many rather so many take rather than give. There is no return on taking. You rob yourself of blessings when you constantly receive from God and offer him nothing in return. Many take from others that have more than them as if they are owed that. Wait a minute, Vicki Kim. Slow down and read that one more again. One more time. Let me just slow that down because that's deep. Why did I write that? Many take from others that have more than them as if they are owed that. Your mentality and perception must change. So why do I constantly feel like my sister or my brother owe me that because they have more than me? No, you right, Vicki Kemp. You wrote it well, author. You penned those words. Our mentality and perception has to change. If they have more they have been disciplined. They have worked hard. They have sacrificed. They have structured their lives. So how dare I feel like because they have more money than I do, more assets than I do, that they're supposed to give me. That's a bad mentality. That's a selfish mentality. That's a victim mentality. Our perception and mentality absolutely must change. Carry on. So take a moment to reflect on all the time God has blessed you. We can't possibly number them. I can't y'all. I can't number all the time that our gracious father has blessed me. Now think about the times we promised God something in return. Okay, let's park it right there. <laughs> Sister, how many times have we told God, Lord, if you do that, Lord, if you bless me with that, I'll give you this. Lord, if you heal my body, I'll serve you the rest of my life. Lord, if you raise me up, if you bless my marriage, if you rain on my finances, if you do it for my child, my children, my son, my daughter, Lord, I will give you my time, my talents, my efforts, my tithe, my offering. And when God does it, how many times do we forget what we have promised God. Now, y'all know the Bible has told us it is better to not make a vow than to make a vow to God and to break it. Think on that and chew on that. So take a moment to reflect on all the times that God did this. I, I've been guilty, but I got it right. I changed my narrative. And when I tell God I'm going to do something, I try my best to stick to what I have promised him. Now, was it the time of your service? Did you make God a promise to the Lord? Did you keep it? Now I'm reading in the book again. God keeps his promises. Our great God has been better than good to us. Nevertheless, at times we forget the Lord has indeed kept us. Think about the one time you were terribly sick. I'm reading the book. This is page 191 in the hardback. Better than yesterday. Think about the times you were in despair. You were in a dark place and God rescued us. It was at that moment you promised God so much. You promised him you would give him your life. I can recall times in my life while going through some tumultuous situation that I vowed, Lord, if you get me out of this trauma, drama, 
lie, deceitfulness, I will serve you for the rest of my life. Does this statement sound familiar to anybody listening to this podcast? It does, doesn't it? God expects us to give no matter what we are going through. Ooh, is that, do I have any water? I should have brought me some water in here. That's deep. Let me read that again. God, let me just say that with passion. God expects us to give no matter what we are going through. Ooh. Pain and suffering will produce verbal promises without conviction. Realistically, we just want to feel better. We just want to get out of what we are experiencing. Being comfortable has a way of making us feel better and gradually we forget what we promised God. We get comfortable and complacent, failing to remember that it is by God's amazing grace we remain here in the land of the living. Comfort feels good. However, it is not the time to get comfortable in the kingdom. Instead, it is the time to continue being a blessing. Listen, give God what's his. Listen, I'm going to go a little further. Give your sister what's hers. Give your children what's theirs. Give your spouse what's theirs. Girl, get up and cook the meal. You promised him you was making enchiladas today. Come on now. God gave you that man that you prayed for. I know marriages go up and down, but keep it. Keep it spicy, sis. Come on. Keep your promises the way you got him. <laughs> is the way you're going to keep him. That's real talk. But anyway, that's a whole nother podcast. Give your children what's theirs. Give your mom what's theirs. Take time for your mama. Hmm. The one that birthed you, take time for your father. The one that planted the seed, uh-huh, your parents. And if they're not here, if the Lord has called them on, and maybe you didn't even have a good relationship with them. I get that too. And I'm sympathetic to that. Because everybody don't have the same testimony. Everybody don't have the same upbringing. We all come from different um, ways of living. We all come from diverse backgrounds and different situations. And some situations were painful. But find somebody to pour into rather than continuing to take and take and take. It's a blessing in your giving. Somebody is out there waiting for you to give them. An, it's not always money. Let's, let's just get that straight. It's not always money. It's your time, your talent, your service, your smile, a hug. It's gratitude. Give them love. The Bible tells us to owe man nothing but to love them. Sis, who do you owe love to today? Hmm. Let's have a moment of silence and you think about that. Wow. Who do you owe love to today? Maybe you owe love to yourself. Maybe you owe time to yourself. Maybe you know, maybe you owe concern. Maybe you need to give yourself time. Sometimes we get busy and sometimes I know I do. But I know how to stop and check myself. Maybe you need to love yourself, treat yourself better, take yourself to the spa, give yourself um, the gift of self-care. Self-care is God care. Maybe you need to write yourself a letter and say, sis, I love you. I see you. Dear self, I love you. 
Do y'all feel what I'm saying? Self, you are beautiful. Give yourself positive affirmations and declarations versus just taking, 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 taking from yourself, not resting, not sleeping, um, not get your nails done, girl. Listen, <laughs> go get a pedicure. Take yourself to the spa. Take yourself on a picnic. Go to the movies. Give yourself the gift of life. Take time to love on you. Listen, givers versus takers. Wait a minute. Let me go to this book and let's see how this story ends. Let's see how it ends. We're going to end with this from Better Than Yesterday. Take this personally, Vicki Kemp writes. She pins, you will know a giver versus a taker. A giver asks, what can I do to help? While a taker replies, why should I give? What's in it for me? A giver gives unconditionally. A taker receives unconditionally. Wow. A giver expects nothing in return, while a taker expects praise, acknowledgement, and encouragement. We must know the difference. So you got to be honest with yourself and ask yourself some serious, tough questions. Number one, am I a giver or do I just take? Number two, do I give praise or do I just take compliments? Number three, do I give love or do I take a person's heart and not share my heart in return? Hmm. When you give what you have, God will take it and multiply it. You will have more than enough for yourself and others. As you release in faith, expect a river of blessings to flow your way. Trust God and be confident in your giving. God will receive your gift and bless it. And before you place your feet on the floor in the morning, say, God, thank you that I am alive. And what can I do to glorify you on the earth today? Lord, what can I sacrifice today to be a blessing to someone in need of you? Just as Abraham did, sister, yield yourself to be used. Yield yourself to be a change agent for kingdom purposes. I pray that this episode 105, Givers and Takers, was a tremendous blessing to you. Sister, sis, listen, I pray it calls you to think about how you are positioned right now in life and in living. And I pray that you would change the narrative in your life to be a tremendous blessing to others and also to yourself. And until the next time I, I talk to you, I see you, sis. Blessings upon blessings. Hey, Shook. Sure. Sure.